to the official candy podcast my name is ron kuchler i'm the founder and editor-in-chief of candy magazine i'm joined this week by my co-host Lori young who we also refer to as giggles this is an edited version of a live broadcast we've done earlier today we're going to join in a couple minutes in as we had some audio problems at the beginning where am i <laughs> well i had to start i you know once we go live you have to start so i was waiting for yeah, you to no, jump in great. so i was just talking while you were coming in but I was talking about the NFL draft, which is why we're not doing it tomorrow on Thursday. We're doing it today on Wednesdays because I'm a big football guy and I love the NFL and stuff like that. And I was just I was just talking about the NFL draft, how my, my mock draft that I put together and how, as you know, I'm pretty good when it comes to picking teams that are big champions in, in like this football and baseball and hockey, you know. But when it comes to okay. actually picking draft picks, I'm, you know, I'm terrible. Like, you know, it's like 32 draft picks in the first round and I get like two or three right every year so it's just kind of kind of who did you pick this year have you already yeah you know, well, i do that every year in the april issue uh, you know in the april issue of candy magazine i always put out the baseball prediction for the year but then that's also the month in which the draft is being held so always i always make my draft predictions for that and you know i obviously the first pick as everybody knows is going to be trevor lawrence um who played football quarterback at clemson and he'll be taken by the jacksonville jaguars but the second pick okay. belongs to the second pick belongs to the Jets, and I already messed I already messed up on that one. <laughs> so because you know, I was predicting that Jets were going to keep the quarterback that they had, uh, Sam Darnold, um, and that they would trade the pick. But the Jets wound up trading the quarterback, which means now they're going to use that second pick on a quarterback. Um, this kid that supposedly it's going to be this kid out of Utah called Zach Wilson. So, um, so we'll see. Uh, but you know, we're not even two picks in. I'm already wrong. So I, I, I'm on par for um, history for myself for this draft. Um, it looks like I'm going to get two <laughs> or three. It looks like I'm going to get two or three right again this year. So, anyway, it's kind of funny. Um, but anyway, so one of the things I uh, thought we'd do this week is, you know, every week we have a guest, you know, and sometimes, you know, it's it's candy girls and sometimes it's just fellow candy people like Steve and talks about crypto and NFTs and things like that. And, you know, I was thinking that this would be a good week that, you know, even though you're my co-host, that you're the guest because you have a very long accomplished career in modeling and acting. And I think it's kind of nice to share with our audience that that career. What do you think? I think that sounds very exciting. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, I, I, as you know, one of the things we like to do is we like to go over current events first. And uh, I thought maybe we'd, we'd cover some current events before we get to giggles. Okay. All right. So, so the first thing I want to talk about is uh, obviously, I don't know if you've been following what's going on with the CDC and the body and administration and this vaccine rules. I mean, like I'm seeing some of it. I'm seeing that like the outdoor mask mandate has been lifted if you have been vaccinated and you're outside. Right. It, it, and and that got me off on a little bit of a, of a rant on my on my personal f- Facebook, because, you know, what they said is if you're fully vaccinated. Right. And so what they determined to be fully vaccinated is if you've had the Johnson and Johnson uh, vaccine 
which according to Johnson Johnson provides you with about 66% of efficiency against the virus, protection against the virus, okay? And, or if you have both doses of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, which would provide you supposedly 94 to 95% protection against the vaccine. Uh, the CDC came out about a month ago um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a press release that didn't get a whole lot of coverage that said that based on the data that they've seen uh, from their own um, studies of people who received the first dose of the Pfizer uh, or Moderna vaccine, that it's providing about 80% protection. Okay? Okay. But if you don't get the second dose, you're not considered fully vaccinated. I so mean, so what they're saying here is basically that if that if you get the Johnson and Johnson dose, which provides 66 percent protection in their eyes, that's better protection than a single dose of the Pfizer Moderna, which provides 80 percent. Now, you know, you know, when I went to school, math, 80 is higher than 66. Huh? 80 is greater than 66. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to understand the government math here. You know, I, I don't understand how 66 is now greater than 88. It makes absolutely no sense. And I actually posted this on Facebook. I posted it on Twitter. I posted it on my Instagram. I even posted it on the candy Twitter where a, a New York Times was like being all concerned that people aren't getting their second dose and, and, and people need to go out and get the second dose. And, and pe everybody's commenting, like, you know, myself who have some common sense, like saying, well, if 80% is better than 66%, then why are you doing all this fear mongering? You know? Right. And I don't, I don't get it. There's, there's got, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous that, to me that, uh, that this fear mongering is, is, is going on. Um, and it drives me nuts. You know, I when I got my first dose, I think I talked about it last week. But when I got my first dose, I had a side effect um, that you know that you don't hear much about. Uh, I had an elevated heart rate for about twelve hours, and when I say elevated, it, it meant my heart rate shot up over a hundred and didn't go, drop below a hundred for about twelve hours. So you basically like tachycardia. I, I guess if that's the term, yeah. You know, that's the yeah. second time I heard Not the term, good. yeah. Yeah, so I had that. So actually, you know, so when you go and you get your vaccine, I mean, you're young, you, you, you don't, you're not there yet. They give you all this paperwork. And, and one of the things they, in the paperwork that it says is if, if you have a side effect, a, a severe allergic reaction, what that is, right, then right. you should not get the second, the second dose, of, of the vaccine. So basically what the government is saying is that if you had a severe allergic reaction, you will never, in their eyes, you're never fully vaccinated. <clears throat> Even though the, rec the recommendation is for you not to get the second dose. Well, I don't know what to say, man. I don't really trust the government. So whatever they uh, deem necessary for me, I don't really b agree with. Okay, I understand that. Um, I'm just going to read something to you here um, because I think it's important that people get the facts. Okay, so here's the fact sheet that they give you when you get the vaccine. And I don't know if anybody reads it. I think they just glance at it and they put it away. But I actually, I read things when it comes to putting stuff in my body, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so this is, the, this is the fact sheet for recipients and caregivers. Okay, it says here, this is an emergency use authorization of Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine to prevent coronavirus disease. 
an individual 16 years of age or older. You are being, you are being offered, offered the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine to prevent coronavirus disease 2019 caused by SARS. The fact sheet contains information to help you understand the risk and benefits of the Pfizer vaccine, which you may receive because there is currently a pandemic of COVID-19. The Pfizer vaccine is the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine is a vaccine and may prevent you from getting COVID-19. There is no, again, there is no US FDA approved vaccine to prevent COVID-19. Okay. Nope. None. So again, it's important because the media is spreading lies out there about this. Okay. They're saying that these are these, these vaccines are approved to prevent COVID-19. They're not. There is no US. FDA approved vaccines. This is in the paperwork that they give you. There is no US FDA approved COVID to prevent COVID. This, if, this fact sheet is for information about the Pfizer vaccine. Talk to the vaccine provider if you have questions. It is your choice to receive the Pfizer vaccine. The Pfizer vaccine is administered in two doses, three weeks apart into the muscle. The Pfizer vaccine may not protect everyone. Well, yeah, obviously at 94, 95% that they're saying, you know, right? Okay. Right. Uh, blah, blah. Okay, then it goes in and says, "What's you know, what is the Pfizer COVID vaccine? The Pfizer COVID vaccine is an un, un, is an unapproved. This is even important. The Pfizer is an unapproved vaccine that may prevent COVID nineteen. Okay, so it's unapproved. It's not approved. Okay, <clears throat> there is no FDA approval. They, they say this over and over. Yet the media and the and, and, and the government continues to try to tell you that." That, this, that these words don't exist and they censor it, you know, on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, wherever they can, they try to censor this, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing to me. But what do you think the bottom line is then? Like, what do you, why, what do you think the reasoning is for this? I don't know if, if I did, I would have led with that. Right. Okay. okay. I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Um, there are a lot of things that go that are taking place right now that I just don't understand. And I, and I, and I sit there and I go, what is the reasoning behind that? You know, why, what is the reasoning? What do you, what's the purpose behind that? You know, I, I don't, I really don't understand the, what the purpose is. And, and that's, I don't know. I mean, uh, and I'm not going to guess at what the purpose is. You know, I have opinions, but I don't, I, I don't believe I, it just, it's, it's impossible to, to, to understand, you know, because it, it's illogical. Is what it comes down to. Yeah. It's, Ill, it's when it's illogical. I'm like Spock in some ways, you know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't compute, you know, I don't understand it at all. So, you know, that's, that is my, that's my concern about this whole thing is that, uh, you know, it, there's, uh, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, it's like this whole thing. There was a study that came out about, uh, <clears throat> communism and and millennials and, and things like that and how they think that that's something the u.s should try you know it was like some there was, was like 34 percent you know uh and that's I, like I, one of the most terrifying things i've heard yet well they're not educated they're influenced you know by you know by the media but that's our future those people <laughs> <laughs> i mean when you have people like bill maher who is far left telling them they're they're idiots for thinking that they want to try communism you know you know there's something wrong you know uh, uh with 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 the mindset you know yeah. so uh it's to me it's it's, it's you know it's and it's and it's something that's going to keep going on you know it's the information block 
So anyway, that's that's my Pfizer COVID vaccine rants for the for the week is that there is no FDA approved COVID vaccine. There is no there is no COVID vaccine that 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 will guarantee preventing COVID. Okay. Uh, we're all guinea got people like myself who got the vaccine are guinea pigs. We're all part of a test pool, you know, and you know, that's it is what it is. What I'm concerned about here's what I'm concerned about is I'm concerned about is come this summer, is that they start restricting the rights for people who are not quote unquote fully vaccinated, you know. Yeah, I'm actually really the, worried about that as well. Will the government not allow me to take a plane flight uh, if I'm not fully vaccinated? You know, that's that stuff that's concerning to me. Will the state of California or the city of L.A. not allow people to to, to walk into a business unless they show that they have uh, been fully vaccinated? You know, so then what you'd have to carry around your vaccine card. Is that something that we're getting to? It, it's it's okay. definitely a trample on our rights, you know, but, but our it's Supreme Court is to so carry an ID. Excuse so me. It's racist, to, it's racist to ask somebody for an ID. But it's racist to ask somebody. It's racist to ask somebody for an ID to vote. Right. But you can't. Okay, but you can ask for my ID. My but you can. But you can ask for you can ask to have somebody prove that they're vaccinated. Nah, you need to pick a lane. We need to pick a lane. F figure out what kind of society and what kind of country we'd like to be. And you have to pick that lane. You cannot, I, cannot I, be both. So, well, see, I kind of thought we did this back in the 80s when we defeated communism. We defeated the Soviet Union. I, th I figured we I figured we, we kind of did that back then. What kind of country we wanted to be? You know, well, I think everybody <clears throat> forgot. <laughs> well, I think these kids just, it, and you know what? And, and I blame my generation, okay, because we're the ones that raised these kids that are millennials now, right? And we yeah. did a bad job. We did a bad job of parenting. It's bottom line. They don't. Nobody want. Nobody's like no, millennials. Don't we don't want to hear that. And the, my generation doesn't want to hear that. But you guys, you suck. <sighs> um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm a bachelor, so <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> So can any, we tell if people are like listening to us? Are there people uh, out there? Well, I think there's if, if they have an account on the service, we can tell. Otherwise, you know, there's not a way. Oh, to tell, I see. So. I see a couple. I see a couple like comments down there. Tron cat meow meow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so so that's that. So that's on the vaccine. So now, and I already talked about sports. Uh, <clears throat> so the next thing I want to well, I want to I want to touch on with you, Lori, is the. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, the royal family. You, have, have you been following what's going on with that? Okay. Okay. So no. you know, you know, Prince Philip died, right? Okay, Prince is Philip. Queen, um, is that the father of all of the kids? No, that's the grandfather. That's Queen Elizabeth's husband. Oh my God, that's so funny that she has a husband. <laughs> why is that funny to you? <laughs> because, like, why isn't he the king? Hi, Tron Cat. Thanks for listening. Um, that, you know what? And there was actually an article that was published as why he's not the king. And to me, it was like, I don't really care. So I didn't bother reading it. But that was a question <laughs> that was a question that was asked. You know, I, I OK, can I tell you something like I feel like I knew that there was a, a King Philip or whatever the hell he is. But like in my head, I just thought, well, he must be dead because why is she the queen? Like the, like. That doesn't even make sense. Well, the so. the lin no, well, no, the lineage is passed down through bloodline, right? So, so Prince Philip is not part of was not part of the bloodline, you know, where Queen Elizabeth was. So she was she was the daughter of the previous king. 
Sure. And, mar- like, and marry like, Prince Philip. So you Prin- marry a royal. Don't you become that? Like it's just because. Yeah, that's why. He's, that's why he's Prince Philip. You know. Well, that's, that's what, why wouldn't he be the king? I don't understand. I don't know. I didn't read it. I didn't. I didn't read the article, and I, it's not something that was overly concerning because then to me. Because you could take away from the family lineage or something. I, I, I you know what? Maybe you're guessing. I, I, I really don't know. But the reason I bring this up is he was 99 years old. And she is how old? 99. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he lived a long life. And and Queen Elizabeth, I believe, is 95. Wow. So here's the thing I know about couples that are that get old and have been together their entire lives. And and I'm not wishing this, but this is just something that I observed over my years of being this on this is, planet. If they love each other and if they like live with each other and they really respect each other, but she didn't even give him the title of king, so she ain't going with him. She's gonna live ten. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to say that, and you're already cutting me Because I know exactly what you're gonna say. They, they're not the same. They're not like that. You didn't even know he existed, or I mean, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do pass away. They do. They do. They usually pass away within a, a few weeks or months of each other. Yeah, so I hope so on the same moment. It'll be interesting to see. Okay, it's just it'll be an interesting story to follow. And if she does indeed pass, I mean, there's talk of her just of of giving up the crown anyway. You know, like she, I guess she can do that. She can abdicate the throne. And well, just she pass. should. She's 100. And well, she, no, she's 95. And so, uh, so she could do that. But then it goes down to uh, Prince Charles. And I, I mean, I think he's a clown myself, you know? So, so isn't Prince Charles the one that's like been to. No, that's uh, Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. Okay. Prince Charles is the father that's, of. Okay. Here we go. William, William and Harry. Yeah. yeah Princess so died. in my own, my own opinion, in my opinion, the best thing for the, for the Royal hierarchy um, is for just to skip Charles and go right to William. I think William would be a great King. I even though it's a figurehead, even though it's a figurehead. What? I think it should all stop. I don't think there should be like royalty anymore. I think it's, it's so passe. Well, there's a lot of things that people think are passe that that come to our everyday lives, like our freedom of speech and the right to own guns and and things like that. You know, I I, I think like fake royalty, fake royals over freedom of speech. I don't see that being equal, but okay. Well, you said it's passe. I didn't say it was equal. I'm just saying that you're what you consider passe. Some people, other people consider things passe. You know, so that's all. It's not like they have. It's not like they run the. It's not like they rule the country any longer. You know what I mean? So I just think it's I think it's interesting to continue. So anyway, and did you follow what's going on with Harry and, and Meghan? Nope. So 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 now the latest rumors are is that you know that things are so um, disjointed that they're considering stripping them of their royal titles. How ridiculous. I don't know. I guess I don't well, know. Megan's 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 just caused Megan's been causing a lot of trouble since she got there. So, well, okay. See, I'm hearing just, both sides. I I've heard like from half of the people that care about this that are like she's a spoiled little brat. She's ruined the family, and then I hear from the other half of the people that care about it that are like the family's racist and they hate Megan because she's colored or something. She's not white. I don't know. I don't follow either side or any of it, so I have no opinion on any of it. But that's kind of just what I've heard. 
Okay, so I think what you need to do is I think you need to look at the straight bloodline. Okay, you're talking William, right? You're talking his his wife, Catherine. You're talking Prince Charles, Camilla, who, and you're talking obviously the, the mother of Diana, who's no longer with us. And then you're talking Queen Elizabeth. Okay, that's the bloodline. Is there any racism? I have heard that one people racism out of that bloodline. Now the racism. Uh, claims have supposedly come from people who are on staff or 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 or, or other royals. Okay, so um, that's that's a totally different that's a totally different animal. Oh, okay, that's the claims. Like uh, I don't Princess Anne or something like that. I heard is, is was claimed to be a you know made racistory comments or, or something that was inferred to be racist or something like that. So, but if you're talking about Queen Elizabeth. Prince uh, Prince Philip, Prince Charles, Camilla, uh, William, and his wife Catherine. There's been not one claim of any racism coming out of that bloodline. Okay. Oh. So, so she, what her complaint is about the uh, is, is is I think is why I have a problem with it is that she's not dealing with something that's directly in her family. It's like me complaining about a cousin who's far away, who maybe said something racist. And I'm not saying that any of my cousins did, but I'm just saying, and then somebody saying that my, that my bloodline's racist. You know what I mean? My direct bloodline's racist. I don't, I don't get it. I'm not buying it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with it. So that's my, that's my problem with it. Okay. So, um, so there's that. Uh, so the only other thing I want to go over with you before we get into your little interview here is, um, and maybe you have something you want to bring up, but, uh, you know, and the current events that came across my news, I think it was yesterday or the day before. I think one of the things, you know, with Candy Magazine is that we've interviewed and we have featured um, models and celebrities from a wide array of backgrounds. Right. Mm hmm. OK, so we've had, you know, reality TV stars. We've had uh WWE wrestlers, we've had movie stars, we've had uh, we've had radio hosts, we've had sports personalities all on the cover and been interviewed for Candy Magazine. So, you know, one of the big things that took place over the last decade was was concussions in the NFL and how, you know, all these um, players who were young were taking their lives because of, of the concussions they suffered playing the sport. You remember hearing about that, right? Yeah. Did you? Okay. So it's called CTE, which is short for something I can't pronounce. Okay. And, uh, but you had these superstars in NFL right. who were, you know, basically taking their lives and stuff like that. Okay. And they turned, they found out it had to do with the constant banging of the heads um, from playing football. Well, the WWE had something very similar going on. If, have you ever watched a wrestling, a, a fake wrestling match? Oh yeah. I, I, uh, I auditioned. Oh, you did. So then you have an I understanding did. of maybe. Oh my! Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. So, but the the the, the, the slamming of the head on, onto the mat, you know. Yeah, and you have to sign the, a contract saying that like any injury that you acquire during your 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 time working for them, they are not responsible for. You have to have your own insurance. Like it's completely like you basically sign a contract saying like you're gonna get messed up and you're not gonna sue us. It's like going to happen. You're going to get hurt and we're not going to cover it. <laughs> well, so so what happened was is that several, several um, wrestlers uh, took their own lives. 
Um, and then other wrestlers are having huge um, memory problems um, that are going on. So they, the families and the estates and the wrestlers themselves, they all sued. Uh-huh. And and the courts across all the levels ruled either that the uh, statute of limitations run out. I don't know how the statute of statute limitations can run out on something that you didn't know existed. Okay. Right. Uh, injury. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it's because of the contract that they signed that you just told me about that they didn't have cause to sue. Anyway, so so that they kept losing. The wrestlers and the estates kept losing. So they appealed it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court this week declined to hear the case. Why? Because of what I just told you. Wow. So they're done. So so when I read that, I got I got very upset. And do you know why I got upset? Maybe. Maybe? Well, no. why maybe? No, I don't. Do you, okay, well, you remember we spoke about Ashley Massaro? Okay, yes. You know, she was um, in the magazine and... and um, and we interviewed her. We, actually, she was in Candy. It was the last magazine she was in before she took her life. And uh, I was, uh, I, I, I was, I re-listened to that interview. And in that interview, she discusses uh, the concussions that she had um, while wrestling for the WWE. And she talks about all the various injuries that she had and how she was treated by the WWE. Yeah, I, I honestly believe that if, if a courtroom, you know, would hear something like that, that maybe they would have a little bit more empathy for the plaintiffs, you know? Yeah. But it's very upsetting that they don't care that, you know, what took what happened to these athletes. We're, I feel like we live in a very separated society as far as like what a celebrity is. Like people don't really think about the fact that these are actual human being people. They're not just like these robot celebrities that are there for our comic enjoyment, but these are real human beings. And I think that that separation for a lot of people is just like, whatever they chose to do that. That's what they wanted to do that. They made all that money. And the other thing is like, they don't make that much money. It's not that much money. And it's certainly not enough money to like fix the health problems that they gain from it. But I think that it's just a, a jury regular people might be, you know, having that mindset of, well, they played professional football or they played professional wrestling. They made a lot of money. They chose their bed. They need to lay in it. But it's like they didn't know, you know. I don't know if you go into it. Yeah, going you're into it, and you know that, you know, within 10 to 15 years uh, of participating that you're going to want to kill yourself. Because you can't deal with the pain right. and the loss of memory anymore, uh, you might think differently. But they didn't know that. None of these people knew that going into the sport. Now they do. Okay, now they do. I understand now. But back then they didn't. And you can't sit there and tell them the statute of limitations ran up. That was a thing for me. And they didn't know. You know. Right. And I, I, I haven't followed as far as what the WWE has done for the estates or for the families or for the wrestlers who have suffered from this. I don't know if they've made good or if they just said, well, we're a big corporation and we're just going to let the courts settle it. And then whatever the courts say is, is what the courts say. And that's the end of the story. If they're that, I don't know if they're that cold or not. I I've heard hope, that they're a pretty shady organization. I would hope they're not. I've heard from a lot of people that they are. Okay. 
But when I well, saw that contract and they were basically telling me that, like, you you probably will get hurt. Most people get hurt. Um, you know, I, I was just like, I don't really want to sign a contract saying if I get hurt, you guys are not responsible at all. Because it looks like I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> so tell me. So tell me. So tell me. How did that come about? Like, so what, what was the process like and how did you... So you, uh, you know, you have, we had like an agent send our pictures in and then it was like a normal audition process. You go in, you do the slate, first name, last name, picture, like front side back so they can see, you know, whatever. And then, um, I guess maybe one day we should do that. Like what a regular casting looks like and what a regular audition looks like. Cause I bet a lot of people don't actually know, but, um, so yeah, we did our slating and then, um, they turned on a camera and we're basically like do your best like most energetic like intro for yourself like if you were gonna come out on stage and be like i'm lori and like whatever and so then we like did that and then um the legalities of it all and like if you become a wwe star like did you invent did you invent a name for you did you invent a name for yourself? Like I am superstar Lori or you know, I don't remember. Honestly, I don't really How remember. old were you? How old were you when you did that? It, you know what? It all runs together. Like it's all like especially jobs they didn't actually do. I don't know. Uh-huh. It was just in the, it was just in there somewhere. <laughs> was it in like a lingerie before, football? It was in a lingerie football days? Maybe after that. That makes sense. Okay. The lingerie football days were like my favorite. So we're very talking 2007. Yeah, maybe 2010. So it's like way that. after then. Okay. I, I think I was a little older. I think it was a little bit older. Like it was more like. Was that like a w, like, Was that a you know? WWE diva tryout? Was that what it was for? Yes. Okay. Yes. So like, were there a lot of Divas. were there a lot of models that showed up for that? Yeah, a lot of girls I knew. A lot of girls you knew, huh? Yep, and. I don't remember like who got any job, but I remember all of us talking about it. Like, did you like hear what they said about that contract? And like, if you get hurt, it was worse. The lingerie bowl has a really bad contract too. And it was worse than theirs. Like the lingerie bowl, you like, there's girls that have like gotten extremely hurt and no, no, nothing, no help. Now, when you did the lingerie bowl, were you just a model? You or did you play? I was supposed to play. And I, I was on a team. Uh-huh. I did all the pictures. I did the – I have bench warmer cards. Um, like I did all the stuff. <clears throat> and then when it came down to like a real game um, and I started meeting the other girls, like we had this big event where all the girls came. And we were all like in cocktail attire looking really, really cute. But like some of the girls were freaking big. And I was just like, holy shit. Like these are not just models. Like these are some gnarly women. And then um, – I started hearing stories about like what they'd done to each other the years prior and like basically that there's some really nasty girls out there that like will rip your outfit off and it's a you sign a contract with the lingerie bowl that it's um it was on at the time when I was going to do it it was on HBO so if they pull your any kind of private parts out there is no censorship <laughs> so like you're completely out there for everybody to see. And so the girls were doing that to each other on purpose. And there was like some kind of bounties going on. There was girls trying to break each other, like break each other's bones. Like there was, there was a lot of really crazy stuff that I was like, I 
don't want to do this. Like I'm doing this because I'm a model and I am a little bit tough or I thought I was. And I thought like I've played football with my dad my whole life. Like I'm going to be great. And then, um, I was good like at the tryouts and at the practices and stuff. But yeah, when it came down to the real game, I was out. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to get hurt and I don't want to show my private parts and I'm out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Nikki, Nikki Gassian actually played. Yeah, we should have her on and talk about it because I bet she has a ton of stories like that that just corroborate like everything I just said. And I don't think I ever really? got paid. Uh, yeah, you know, we could have Nikki on. It's just going to be hard to keep her out of the politics. Uh, well, we'll just say like no politics. We'll have a fun time. <laughs> okay. We'll try. We'll see how that goes. My mom always says, don't talk about politics or religion and you'll be fine. Is that your mom said? Yeah. Oh, my whole life. So my mom. Oh, well, your mom. Your mom's old school. Old know? school. Oh, yeah. 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 Your, mom, yeah. your mom's old school. So. Yeah. Uh, she gets so embarrassed about the things I talk about. I don't. I do not tell her about my podcast. You don't. I <laughs> mean, she like knows about it, but no, I've never like sent her a link or been like, "Hey, come listen." No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Donna, 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 Donna. Oh, Donna. Oh, Donna. It's so funny. Every time she comes into my work, we all like sing it to her. She's the best. Donna's the best. It's just she's she's old school. She doesn't want to hear her daughter use curse words or not speak properly. Has has Donna ever met uh uh Alexa's mom? Uh, what's her name? Oh yeah. Because they're like they seem like opposites to me. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. No, they get along. They get along great. Okay. She's, yeah. She just, she can get, I think that woman, um, Alexa's mom can get along with anybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's a, she's an excellent lady. So she is. And she just, she's not judgy. She's not like, she doesn't really care what you're doing or whatever. Like she might judge you behind your back, but you don't feel it to your face. Oh, really? Ah, so you, got some, you got some inside scoop. Do you? So, t- so let's talk about let's talk about Lori. So, uh, so Lori, how did you get started in modeling? Um, okay, so I guess like I kind of always wanted to do these things. My mom took me to something when I was little, like a little commercial audition thing. But they wanted like how me. how little? I was probably like okay. My brother was alive, and he was probably three, so I was probably ten. Okay. 10 yeah and they had me read for a commercial and they of course they like told my mom oh my god she's perfect she's great she looks great she's great on camera like you just have to pay for these classes for like acting classes and she's like nope we're out <laughs> like what <laughs> that's, just how my, that's just how my family is like you she's not good enough for to be free like she, you're gonna make money <laughs> off of her like you're gonna go make money off of her and now you want me to pay you money no Nope. <laughs> so they were just like that's not for us good luck to you though in the future and i was like okay thanks like i'll try this on my own <laughs> so right. then, like later i wanted to but i had no idea what to do or where to get into it and um i don't know when i was like 19 no i was oh i was 21 i just turned 21 um my friend had gone to a club in la for her birthday and I was wearing like very high shoes and had jeans on. So I looked way taller than I really am. And this guy came up to me. He's like, are you, are you a model? And I was like, no. He's like, you should be. And I said, okay, like, can you help me? <laughs> it's like, I'm a photographer, but like, you should go to this, um, this, uh, casting agency in LA. Here's the name. Here's the contact. Like they will sign you in a second. Well, 
he didn't know that I was as tall as I was. And I, I didn't know that you lie in this industry. So when I went right. to my very first, like my first casting for a, a actual whatever agency, they were like, how tall are you? And I was like, oh, five, five. And they're like, yeah, no, <laughs> we need like mom for print and like five eleven for ru- runway. So there, you could probably be in commercial modeling, but we don't have a commercial division here. And like all of these words at this time are just words. I don't know what they're saying. I'm like commercial runway print. I, I just want to be a model. I don't know what you mean. So I was just like, okay, I'm too short. So then I started kind of trying other things and I tried, I got into the, um, the lingerie bowl. I got into another, I went and like found a commercial agency and then they started sending me out on auditions and I have very bad anxiety. So my first couple years of auditions just were embarrassing. Like I actually wish somebody had it, it on camera somewhere that we could rewatch because it would be comic enjoyment. Um, so when we, so when we first worked together, you had just, you were just starting out. Is that yeah, so? Totally. You were, you were probably like my, well, what year was that? Uh, I think it was 2007. Yeah, because right? okay, here's why. So that girl, um, Angelique. Oh God, I can't think of her. Yes, I wonder where she went. I don't know. But uh, that so Angelique was that it? Angelique? I, I think it was Angelina. 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 Yeah. We, okay. But well, so you were just starting out team. then, huh? Okay, you yeah, were just starting. Yeah, you were lingerie. lingerie yeah, right? you were lingerie. And she's like, um, I have this photo shoot, and they need a blonde girl, and. You know, what at the time, like you would think blonde, brunette, redhead, you're not in competition. So you can bring that kind of person to a photo shoot with you and she generally won't steal your job or steal your spot. <laughs> so like, she's like, hey, I need a blonde girl. So she brings me and then I ended up, I think, getting like the cover and just t- had got way more photo time than her. And you could tell she was like not happy about it. But yeah, that was like one of my first like real photo shoots. I wonder if that was the last time she ever invited a model to go come with her on a shoot. I guarantee it because she was not happy. And she didn't really talk to me much after. Oh, and her and I went to the Playboy Mansion together. Yeah, that was that day. I mean, we did. I think we we photographed three because that was the day we photographed Tiffany Selby as well. Yes. Uh, and, and I met uh, her, I believe, that day. Yeah, and she was just a playmate. That's when she had just become a playmate. She was a playmate yeah. the previous year, I think, or something like that. Might have been 2006. Um, yeah, I feel like it had to have been like as early as possible because it was like yeah, it might have been 2000. First. It might have been 2006. But that 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 bar that we which is no longer around that bar um, was owned by the drummer of the Police. Oh wow! Yeah, and a little thing people didn't know. I think it's called Back something Back. Something back. No, back street, back. So it was back something. I can't remember the name. But anyway, that was a good one. That was, uh, yeah, I remember that. And um, and I think to this day, you keep telling me that those photos are your mom's favorite photos of you. Yep. And mine. I love them. Uh, That that hurts. Well, sorry about that. I was younger, you know, I'm old now. It's hard to love anything I do. Well, come on. We, shot, we shot you six years ago, you know. Uh, every time that I, like, take pictures of myself or every year of my life, I think I'm awful and old. And then four or five years later, I'll look back at a picture and be like, what was wrong with me? And it just keeps happening. Like, this is now, 
I'm I'm now 36 years old. This has been going on since I was 21 years old. Like 21, I was like, I'm old, I'm wrinkled. I used to be cute when I was 15. And then like, I'd get 30 and I'd be like, what was wrong with me? <laughs> Lori. Never going to go away. I'm going to be 100 and I'm going to be like, I was so hot back when I was 70. So so after that shoot, did that open up doors for you? Were you able to publish those photos and show them to people? And did that open up some doors for you? Oh, I mean, like I printed them in my portfolio. I used them as like, yeah, totally. It was a printed, wasn't it a printed catalog? A printed it, was a print, it, was a print ma- it was a print magazine. It was digital also. It was digital slash print, you know. Okay, so, so I still have that in my garage. I need to go pull it out. But yeah, I was able to like put it into my portfolio and like have definitely look a lot more professional and um, those pictures probably are what got me in the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> How funny! And then, uh, and then, and then you did some acting too, did you not? You got some uh, commercials or other some acting. Got some commercials. God, I wish I would have known I was going to do this. I could have like went through. Um, well, you did that commercial for Adam and Eve, right? Yeah, I've done a couple commercials for Adam and Eve, which is like a a sex toy slash lingerie kind of company. And it's it actually sucks what happened with that because there was a weird contractual con- contract issue that like there was kind of a misunderstanding between my agent, myself, and the company, and they ended up kind of just like dropping it completely later. Okay. Because st- they they wanted to have unlimited usage, and it right. was like yeah. Well, so that then they were like, well, fine, we don't want any usage. Yeah, I mean, cause right. you, I mean, that was so much better than that redhead that they have doing the commercials that you see now. You know, I cannot agree more. You know, I mean, it was just cute. I mean, I mean, you were the late night bleep girl. You know, they every other word was bleeped yeah. out. You know, it was just it was just cute, yeah. and it was you smart. Whoever thought them. of that was pretty smart. We should on link YouTube, it. right? Yeah, there's YouTube uh, and there's you another find one it on YouTube. Yeah. Is there? Okay. And then I did a commercial for a dating site in Europe. And then I did Oh god. I've been in a movie where I actually get murdered. Oh, what one of those horror movies? Yeah, it's not out yet, but um It's not out yet. Get, How long ago was this? Not, not that long. I actually did it after a baby. Um Really? Wow. Yeah. So I am like it's funny because what I auditioned for was to be like a young, cutesy, like model that's like kind of young and dumb. And when I got there, they were just like, you know, you have like a really strong personality. Do you want to audition for this other role? And I was like, yes. I was actually reading that role and thought to myself, it's much more my, just me, because it was like the model director. So it's like, she, there's three models that are in lingerie and they're like doing their thing. And I'm telling them like, no, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like, no, you need to move here. Like, I'm kind of like set director and like yelling. Oh, you have that experience. Here. You have that experience from Candy when we, when we were on that reality TV show in France, when you were directing the models on how to book the pose and stuff like that. It was, it was right after that. Oh, that was so a few I years ago. Yeah. So I literally had that like. Well, what actually we filmed it a couple times. So this is a very long, very low budget ongoing thing that like, it's just, I don't know if when it will ever come out, but <laughs> basically right. like my character, gets my neck, like my throat cut from behind. And then I end up a ghost 
and then like the photographer ends up being like hey, the what's the name is it can i look it up on imdb he, maybe it says it's in post-production what's the name of it yeah it's on imdb but like it oh you're not allowed to say it with the name of it the name. they changed the name oh no i'm sure i can but he changed it so it initially it initially had a really stupid name god i can't think of it I shouldn't say that. That's so rude. It initially didn't have a name I loved as much. And then okay. changed it to a name I liked better. <laughs> right. But I cannot think of it for the life of me. Um, shit. I'll figure it out. We'll All right. No I'll worries. We'll put it in IMDb. But it's up there. And my name's on there. Like, I've seen it. Oh, really? So if I go to IMDb and I type in Lori Young, maybe maybe the credit will show up? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll try that afterwards and see yeah and see what that what that brings back so so you basically you oh, became, you became on, more of a, I was on that show Las Vegas and then I was on the show um, oh back up you were in Las Vegas that, with uh, with James Caan and uh, Molly Sims oh yeah Molly Sims oh, that's cool. by the well, way yeah is so hello like. I mean, next level. Like on camera, she's fine. In person, right? <laughs> she's the opposite. Like insane in person. Just her bone structure, like her skin, it's just so beautiful. Really? Yeah. One of the most. No, that's like, that's like that's like some women I've dated in the past. So I'm like, they're very beautiful, just natural beauty, and then they put makeup on. I was like, Ugh, go back there. And don't put any makeup on. <laughs> You know no, what you need to it's shoot? true. You need to shoot a girl. It's day. true. I mean, some women are just more beautiful without makeup. You know, they're just a natural beauty and they don't need makeup. And you put makeup on, you're like, eh, you're not, not, not the best idea, you know, or, or, you know, it's, it's like with uh, some women and, you know, yeah. models in particular, some models, you know, that you, when you shoot them without makeup and then they put makeup on, you're like, oh my God, who are you? You're a totally different person. Right. That's great. It's crazy. You know? What? That's you? Hello, Lori? Lori, you're cut, cutting out. Emelina Adam. In the Hi. Hello. Yeah, Lori, you you're, 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 you're dead zone or something. Yeah, I don't know. Now I can hear you. So I, I didn't really hear what you're saying when you said that was you. So. Oh, I said, have you. Um... Have you ever shot with Emelina Adams? Has she been in the magazine? Uh, name does not ring a bell. She should. She's so beautiful. Okay. All right. Um, I'll try to well, make I'll, it happen. Uh, we'll, look her, we'll, we'll look her up. Yeah. So we're actually doing a model casting right now. Sorry so about we it. Posted it on our Instagram. We did a model casting posting on our Instagram so people can submit to, to Candy. Okay. Um, for that. So. Um, so really, so you so you made your life career as a commercial model, basically. Yeah, commercial print was how I made most of my money. Lingerie um, catalogs have been a very big uh, contributor to my wealth. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're the right you're the right height for that. I'm the right height, and I can look a lot the right taller. Right build. Uh huh. In shooting with. You know, nobody. You have, you have the right build. You have the right build as well. weren't all weren't you on one of those uh, reality TV shows about plastic surgery? Oh yeah. <laughs> Did that ever air? Yeah, that's on Netflix. You can go. I I watched it. I was like, oh wow, yep. Really? What was that called? Oh god, I think it's called plastic surge. 
Plastic, wait, Beverly Hills. Plastic Surgeons of Beverly Hills. Okay, Plastic Surgeons of Beverly Hills. So, and then, um, yeah, I just, he did a reconstruction because I had a little so, accident. Had a little uh, a stitch come out, huh? No, I had a car uh, accident so, and I like, like the whole implant basically moved like towards my back. How did that happen? Was there was it a front end to end or no? It was a side impact, like a really bad side impact. But what happened uh -huh. was they like they build you a pocket for your implant, and okay. um, when they when I got in this accident, it like broke open the pocket, and so then instead of sitting on the chest how it was supposed to, and when I'd lay on my back, it would be like it would basically slide down the side of my body almost to my back. And that's oh not so it's kind of like so 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 it created some g-force when you got hit huh yeah so just kind of like it kind of so it makes any kind of like, makes me wonder if these what? makes me wonder if these female drag racers uh have implants if 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 because all the g-force that they have when they take off I don't, I don't know if that would really do it i mean it was a bad i got hit like on my my driver's door and the guy was going like 60. I pulled out right in front of him and uh, he had no chance to break. I w it was my fault. Like it was a bad deal. And, um, the, I mean, the cop told me like, if I wouldn't have been in like my little Mercedes, he's like, if you would have been in a Honda, you and I would not have been talking. You'd be. Our Mercedes are the safest cars to drive. They really are. Far they're enough. just made like, they're just made. Uh, they were telling me like in your bumper, a normal bumper has like one to two different layers of like accident protection. A Mercedes right. bumper has like seven layers of accident protection just in the bumper. Yeah, they're amazing. I had a Mercedes and um, uh, I was in a car accident myself one time and I was parked. I mean, I was literally just, I was parked. I was on the phone talking with my sister and this young girl was coming back from her doctor's appointment and I guess she was fasting. So, um, you know, so she hadn't eaten 24 hours or something. Anyway, so she passed out behind the wheel. And and rear ended me. Oh wow! And uh, and she hit me. She hit me so hard that she um, she pushed my trunk into the back seat of my car. And this was a Mercedes, okay. And it created an EMP. <laughs> my phone went dead. What? All electronics went dead. It created. She hit me so hard. It created an electronic magnetic pulse that it that it that it sent a, a little EMP that that killed the electronics. Did you my get phone hurt? Was dead. <laughs> oh, I got hurt. Yeah, I mean, I had my my back um, got screwed up really bad. This was back in my days when I used to be a photographer. I used to I used to, I was a photographer at one time. One of many careers I had. This was back when I was a photographer, and uh, I wasn't able to I wasn't able to work for three months. <clears throat> wow! Um, because I couldn't bend. I couldn't bend. You know. I, you know. It was it was bad. So, but yeah, but but if I wasn't in a Mercedes. It would have been a lot worse. Right. Would have been a lot worse. Yeah. So, well, I swear by Mercedes. Uh, they might be a little bit more money, but they'll save your life. Yeah. Right. They'll and like, I don't have like a brand new one. I the one that I was driving was a 2004. I mean, it wasn't. It was just like in those years, they made them like little tanks. You know. Right. So I'm definitely. Yeah, that's all for that kind of car. Yeah. yeah my, yeah, yeah, mine was the late nineties. Mm -hmm. That's you know when I, when that happened. And they were tanks, they're little tanks, you know. Yep. And. Um, 
they're, they're, they're great cars and things like that. So, so you've done a lot of lingerie modeling, you've done catalog modeling, you've done, you've done print modeling. Um, you've done some TV. Um, you have, you actually have a movie to your background, which you can't remember the name to. Um, <laughs> And then, of course, you've got the candy. So, so now you're in the second half of your uh, career. And, um, uh, you know, so as a, what do you do now? Besides being this podcast, um, you got a business you're trying to start up, aren't you? Yeah, I have a little business that I'm kind of doing. I'm a little bit like back and forth about how what I want to do with it. I'm, I'm really up in the air about it. It's, it's kind of like a picnic business and kind of like a party business, but it also stems from my furniture and home decor background. So I want it to be like, also you can buy the pieces that I, that I use for my picnics and, you know, be able to buy the umbrellas and buy the, um, all the home decor. So I'm, I saw, I saw somebody else doing that. Um, uh, one of Jessica Hall's friends, Aaron's Aaron Zeering, she was, she did a picnic with her kids on the beach. Mm Mm-hmm. She had some, I guess that's, I guess it's becoming a popular thing, right? Super popular. And it just sucks that it like, it, it sucks that everything I try to do all of a sudden becomes popular and I'm too slow at the way that I do it. You know what I, mm-hmm. I mean? I always think I'll have time and I'm just not like a fast mover in anything I do. And so, well, course, you're just, you're very, you're very methodical. I am, but then I'm so methodical that everybody passes me up and then I've done nothing. And now I look like I'm just following and it sucks because I've actually been doing this for a, a pretty long time. Um, that's kind of like candy with our, it's like a candy with these uh, nfts you know yeah is that you know we figured we figured out at the end of january this is something we're going to do and then who knew that within 60 days it would become this huge industry so huge. fast stuff like that so huge 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 which is uh i think a good way to wrap up because we're doing we're getting close to already on your nft how exciting you know, we're pretty excited about this NFT of yours because, you know, obviously it's the cover of the magazine and there's a little video um, from the magazine. Um, and then, you know, one of the things is, is we're only making, we're only making one copy of it. So it's not like we're going to make multiple copies and, and allow, you know, multiple people own it. Only one person can own this, you know? So uh, one of the things we're going to do is we're thinking we might add a couple perks to it, you know? So like when you do NFTs, you can, on these platforms, you can give perks to people that are that are not um, they're not part of the NFT uh-huh. you know, per se, you know. And so, uh, you know, so Steve and I were talking about you know some possible perks. And so one of the things is uh, you remember when we did our fiftieth anniversary fiftieth issue party, uh, we printed a giant poster size of the cover. Yeah. You still you still have that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to make a copy. We're going to make a we're going to make another one of those. And uh, I think we'll have you autograph it. Okay. Okay. And we'll give that to the person. We'll give that to the person who um, winds up uh, owning the NFT for a couple weeks. Okay. So they have to own it for a couple weeks in order to get the perks. Um, Oh, okay. So buy and sell it. They can't have it. Yeah, they can't just buy it, flip it, and then and then and, and get the perks. You know what I mean? So they have to hold on to it for a couple of weeks. So, uh, so that's that's one thing. Um, so we'll give them uh, a, an autographed copy, a poster size of the cover. Okay. And the other thing is, you know, we have uh, our our party coming up, our ten year anniversary party this summer. And so 
we're thinking that also as long as they hold on to it um, uh, for a couple of weeks, that they'll get an invitation for two to the party and a chance to meet you. How fun! How's that? Yeah, I think that sounds you, so you buy, fun. Isn't it? They get to buy the NFT. They hold it for a couple of weeks at least, and then they get an invitation to come to the private. This is not going to be a public event. It's a private event. Okay, they get to come to the private candy party where they get to meet you. Well, I'm into it. Okay, so those are a couple perks that we're thinking about doing it. Um, so the other thing is you keep asking me, when, when's this party going to be? Where, when's it going to be? Where's it going to be? Blah, blah, blah. So just a couple of things on the history of Candy Magazine, okay? Uh, first of all, we uh, – our first we, – we incorporated uh, August 17th. That's that's our birthday, okay? Okay. So we, we were born on August 17th, 2011. The very first issue of Candy Magazine with Tiffany Selby on the cover was published and released on August 31st. Okay. So the question always is, is, you know, what's what date? You know, what's your, you know, you know, what's the official, you know, anniversary date of, of the of the company? So, you know, it's it's do you go by the date that you set up the company or do you go by the date that you really officially began doing business, which would be the date that we released the first issue, right? August 31st. So um you know, we actually own the website, I think, in June of 2011, you know. So, uh, <clears throat> so you know, those would be the potential dates uh, in that timeline to, 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 throw, to throw the event. And, and then obviously we want to do it on the weekend so, you know, people can attend, right? Right. Yeah, so so that that becomes difficult. Uh, it appears there might be a scheduling conflict with some uh, uh, social with uh, some social influencer photography association that uh, is putting together a huge gathering in Jamaica, uh, which would uh, most of these models who are attending have already been published in Candy, and obviously with Candy we want as many models uh, to attend as possible. And so, uh, you know, we may do what we did with our six-year anniversary party, which is hold it in September after Labor Day. Okay. Um, that's a possibility. Um, so originally we were hoping to do it the last Saturday in August before Labor Day. So not the Saturday before Labor Day, but the Saturday before the weekend before Labor Day weekend. You know, was, was, the, original, was the original plan. Um, the other thing is that uh, we are looking into possibly a trip as well. So instead of holding it here in Southern California, uh, we were thinking maybe we might we might try to put together a trip for uh, for uh, twenty five to thirty uh, candy peeps. Um, so that's the other possibility as well. So uh, just to give you some information, and we should know we should know on a trip in about a month if that's going to. I feel like you literally just told me nothing. Well, that was the point. <laughs> <laughs> that was the total point. I, wa I wanted to just, I wanted to talk and talk and talk and, and just tell you my thought process. And uh, so you have a basic understanding of all the thoughts that go into this, you know, and but so that you don't know anything at the end of the day. And uh, I do that a lot, you know, so. Are you thoroughly confused now? Yeah, totally. <laughs> 
<laughs> good. So anyway, we'll know shortly what we can do with that. But, but you've got to be excited about the NFT. I'm excited about the NFT because there were a lot of choices that we could have done in as far as the very first NFT. And, and yours was just the most ready. Now, does it um, like, and obviously how do you, you do can, it? Does it cost money to do it? Do you have to like buy a bit to make it a bit? Like, I don't get it. On our end? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's production costs. you got to produce it, you know, so there's editing. There's editing, you know, so you got to, you know, you have editing that has to be done on it. And then you have to upload it onto a system that encrypts it, uh, which gives it a, a digital uh, digital cert, uh, certificate number. Okay? okay. And that and that costs money. And that costs money. Okay. And then um, and then when you sell it, there's a there, there's a fee that they take um, also for the, for the for the currency transaction and then for the platform that's processing the sale. So, so yes, there, there does, there is, there, there is cost involved to do this. Um, as a consumer who wants to bid on it, um, all you need to do is, is, is uh, register um, on the, uh, the platform where it'll be available. Uh, it'll be available on bombshells.me and it'll be available on candy.gallery. And that's no, there's no .com after either one of those. Okay. So it's bombshells.me, M-E. M is a Mary, E is an elephant, or candy.gallery. There's no .com after either one of those. Um, or you can go to opensea.io as well, opensea.io um, as well to find it. And you just type in, um, well, when, when, it, when it becomes available, you just type in Laurie Young and it will come up. So then so, when somebody buys um, it and they want to sell it, where do they sell it? They sell it um, on OpenSea. Okay. Um, okay. And but it would also available. But also it also be uh, available on Bombshells, and it'll also be available on Candy Gallery as well. When they, when they want to turn around and sell it. But why would you want to sell it? You would. That's one of one. You'd be the only person that owns this. Well, I just mean once Nobody people start wanting it. to trade it or move it or I don't know. Right. No, I'm just saying, I mean, if you want to collect it, I think it's a great thing for collectors to own the very first candy NFT and it's you, you know, and then, and then we'll be making more. We'll be able to take more of these candy covers, candy magazine. So they're all, all the, all the, all the NFTs will be around candy magazine. So, uh, and we'll just be making NFTs out of candy magazine um, covers uh, for starters. Um, in the meantime, you know, with this company bombshells that uh, we, started uh, they're also doing nfts for uh, creators photographers models uh, so youtube bombshell, bombshells helps people make the nft yes bombshells will bombshells will help you bombshells will 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 make the, the nft for you they'll list it for you they'll pr help promote it for you they'll market it for you uh, for no for no upfront cost and you can kind of like make any like moving art as an NFT, you can take art and make it moving, and that makes it an, and, and then make an NFT out of it. Okay. So you take a static, you can literally take a static image, and you can you can make it moving. That's like what we did with Mike Prado photo. You know, he had these schoolgirls um, photos that he did, and we created a series of trading cards for him, and there's animation, so the cards flip from the front to the back. You know, so uh -huh. so you basically take you could take any. Um, any 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 sort of art um, or photography and, and create an NFT and so like you know with with your with your NFT it's the cover but you know before the cover it's the introduction video that you do you know where you you, you know you say they say you want to see magic and then the cover shows up so um, so that's kind of cool um, 
with you. I love that one. Um, I know. The, you know the, do you remember there's another video of you um, of you um, saying, give me a K, give me an N, give me a D, <laughs> give me a Y. What's that spell? Candy? Oh, my God. I would do it. You remember that? Yeah. I remember that. And I remember what happened is that when I was trying to get it made – is the, uh, the 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 graphic designer couldn't couldn't get the graphic this because you would point up high and like so over your head the letters were supposed to appear right? <laughs> and and uh, and my graphic designer at the time uh, creative director couldn't get it to do, couldn't do it couldn't get it to work I was so bummed I was so I thought it'd be so cool to see that just pop up above your head you know <laughs> but I still have the audio actually he never did uh, there, I'm sure there is. There, there, there is, there's definitely a way to do that. And, and maybe we'll make an NFT out of that. Uh, maybe I'll find somebody who knows how to do it and, and we'll figure out how to do it. But uh, I was watching it earlier today uh, and I just thought it was so, I thought it was so cool. Uh, I'm going to play it, but I don't think you can, I don't think it's going to capture the audio. I don't know if, can you hear this? No. So you didn't hear it, give me a K, give me an N, no. give me an N. You didn't hear any of that? Okay. Yeah, so basically you were just on my computer screen there saying, pointing over your head, give me a K, give me an A, give me an N, give me a D, give me a Y. So anyway, it's pretty cool. Uh, and no, no TV, you know what's always great? It's like you ever watch like, these TV shows or these movies and at the end of it they always have outtakes? Yeah. You know, clubs and stuff like that. So you, the, the, that was kind of funny. It's like when you were when we were doing the whole, you know, do you want to see magic for your candies that we recorded, you know, you getting the, the instructions and, and repeating them back to us, you know. So it's kind of like an outtake and, you know, with the look on your face, like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> so anyway, it's, it's pretty cool. So uh, maybe I'll post that online later on get somebody to edit that as well so anyway it's always pretty cool stuff you see the, you know you see the pretty models in a magazine and you think oh that's nice but you don't really see everything that goes into it you know all the, the work or the instructions that goes into it all the all the fun that takes place offset right you know? so uh i think that's always so cool myself so anyway it's just it's why it's why i enjoy doing what i do you just you get to be creative and have fun and um and and, and whatnot and you get to hang out with cool people and you get to meet cool people so, um, anyway, um, so last thing, uh, Laurie is your house hunting. How's that going? Um, I'm actually looking at a house today at five 30, but it's like very, um, frustrating. It's a really bad market to buy in. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's like a house goes in a market and it gets like 20 bids right away. Right. If it's, if it's like in the right area. Yeah. If it's not, then no, like there's a house that I've been seeing, uh, that's just like, I mean, it is a total piece of shit, but, and it's not in a great area. So it's just been on the market for like at least a month and a half, maybe two months, but no one wants it. <laughs> so, oh, really? Cause it the price too high or it's what? It's just in a bad area. I actually drove by it okay. today and it's like, it's overgrown. It looks like no one's ever taking care of it. It's kind of sitting on the corner, like on the street. And I don't, I would never want to have a, that kind of house where you like, you can, you know what I mean? Drive by and throw a bottle into my backyard? Like, no. No, yeah, that's not good. So, and I mean, and it, and you really do need to find yourself a house because, you know, it's you and Ryan and two kids now. So, yeah, and it's, it's too much. Crowded there. What I really need is a backyard that's secured that I can put them out in and lock them out in. 
Okay. And you and you really want to stay in the same neighborhood. You don't you don't want to you know. I'd like travel to. too far away from. No, the one that we're looking at today to. is about five miles away, and it's yeah. it's inland. See, maybe you need to yeah. Well, you're still close to the coast, so maybe you need to broaden where you where you guys want to live. That's what everybody keeps saying. Know? Well, I'm just, it's just, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, it's like maybe it's something you need to consider. You know, not that you do it, but it's tough, you know, because you're in a very highly uh, desired area. I know. You know, very highly desired area. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's only so much inventory and there's way more su- demand than supply. You know? There is, so. but don't you feel like there has to be like it, the, the shoe has to fall off or whatever they say at some point? No, that no, because there's there's currently there's a, I told you on the last podcast there's currently a housing shortage of four million homes, and it's it's because of the COVID thing they weren't showing homes, and that's why this isn't actually an unnatural, um, upward like home, uh, what would you call it ascension as far as pricing because they weren't able to show sell and like, um, you know the market was basically frozen for like three months. So during that three months, all of the homes were sitting there stagnant. No, 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 nothing's going up. And then all of a sudden, okay, now people are coming and looking at houses because they're allowed to again. So now they all skyrocketed because people need houses and they're like, oh, well, you can sell for this much. You know what I mean? So it's not really that unnatural of a market. It's just that the timing of it makes it feel unnatural. So, well, but, but again, it comes back that there's a housing shortage. Yeah. You know, there's, and there's not enough homes for enough people. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of reasons for that, which we won't get into, but there's a lot, but that's, that's what's driving the problem. So, um, you know, it's, it's good luck. That's all I've got to say. You know? Yeah. So, well, I happen to get it, myself an investor. So instead of having to like do a contingent offer, like we'll, we'll buy your house if our sales. We have an investor that's going to float the three hundred thousand dollar equity we have, and make a mm-hmm. make like a, a a cash offer for us, and then we sell our house and we pay them like a small interest percentage. Okay. So All right. that means like yep. if I find a home well, that I'm obsessed with and I need it and I love it, I can I can make an offer of cash. Did I tell you I made an offer of a hundred thousand dollars over on a house the other day and like. The agent told me, like, don't waste your time. We have cash offers of 200 over. Really? Yeah. But, I mean, it was a place in Huntington, and it was um, – they purposely put a ridiculously low price so that it would get, like, a bunch of frenzy, and it did. I mean, it sold within hours. Okay. Well, you know, maybe maybe, maybe you find an undeveloped lot and build build on that. I was thinking about Maybe that too. Cool. I mean, building a house for a contractor. Ryan's a contractor, right? Exactly. So he could save some money there. Yeah. yeah. And he works with one of the best framers in Orange County, like like full home framers. He's been doing it like, I don't know, 40 years. And um, he he's partners with his son. So like this guy named Rob Quigley, he does all, not all of it, but like a ton of the framing in Orange County, especially Huntington Harbor, Newport Beach, like the really, really big, nice houses. And his son and my husband are now partners. So like, okay, you know, right. it's a lot of good. Well, that's a possibility. See, you have, so you have options available totally. to you, which is kind of, which is kind of, uh, kind of neat. So, okay. Well, you know what? I think we'll wrap up with that. I'll, I'll reach out to, uh, 
I'll reach out to Nikki. Last time I reached out to her was during the elections last year, and she wanted to come on and talk politics. And I just don't want to talk politics with Nikki. Yeah. Um, uh, so Tron just uh, did you see what Tron just wrote? <clears throat> Buy land. Buy land. <laughs> and Bill, that's what prompted me to think of of, of that. Oh, okay. Uh, of that comment. <laughs> that comment. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, 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 but there was a friend of mine just made a recent post about plywood. I guess it's gone up two hundred and fifty percent in the last few months. Yep. The cost of plywood. Yep. So, Do you know how uh, difficult I, uh, that is? I, so, like, so like Ryan's going out bidding a job, right? They bid a job for like a month out. They give all the numbers, they get accepted, and they're like, cool, we'll start the job in a month because we're already doing another job. So they do finish their job. The freaking wood goes up again, and then their bid, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. It, it, they're losing money on it. And they're having to tell the homeowner, oh, right. sorry, we need to rebid you because the wood went up. And the homeowner's like, screw off. I don't care. You know? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even understand what's driving the cost of the wood to go up. Are, we, are there a few trees? <laughs> you know? I, I know. I mean, what's, what's going on? I don't know. You know? Uh, uh, Nails. Is, is the plywood coming in? Is the plywood coming in from China? Is that the problem? Why? I mean, if that's the case, then why aren't we getting it here in the U.S.? I mean, why? Right. Like, know, what are so. we doing? Apparently, nails, yeah. screws, like any piece of construction material is going up. Raw materials, raw materials. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? The funny is that we have plenty of raw materials available here in the U.S. To, to, but obviously, um, I have a whole you know, conspiracy theory of why it's happening, but you probably don't want me to go into it. it not into this. Maybe next week. Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe next week we can, maybe next week we can get into it. And who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe Nikki will agree to come on. Um, so, because that could be fun. Yeah. So, oh, so is it Mother's? Is Mother's Day this weekend? I don't think so. I think Mother's Day is in May. Yeah, May second is this weekend. Oh, shut up! Are you serious right now? Well, I know that. I know Mother's Day is May. I know. I know May second is Sunday. So I just don't know if that if it's the first well, Sunday or second. Thank Sunday. God, it's May 9th. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's Orthodox Easter this Sunday. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Well, well, at least I got myself another another week. Yeah. So, no kidding. Uh, okay. Well, good. All right. Well, then we'll, we'll talk about Mother's Day next week. Yeah. Okay, fun. I'll try to figure out some kind of fun. I need to like do better. I need to be more creative. I need to figure out like my own segments. <laughs> yeah, we got to have the uh, the Lori giggles segment. Something. You know? Yeah, so like and, and I need to be can, more. We can lead with. Yeah. We can definitely lead with, and uh, and uh, you know maybe we'll have Steve come back on. I mean, we'd have Billy on, but Billy can never stay for the whole segment, and, and we need him for a whole segment. So I was listening uh, to an old podcast this morning um, with Billy on it, and it's like, yeah, he's not here a lot, but he does bring a lot to the table. He's funny; like, he really is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like, you know, yeah. I think he gets so embarrassed with the the candy Jeopardy that he likes to leave before we get to it now because he doesn't know anything when it comes to it. I mean, so maybe we'll, we'll lead with, you know what? I'm, I'm going to lead with candy jeopardy next time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> jump right into candy jeopardy next time. So, okay. And, I'll uh, do like a mother. I'll do like a little mom mother's day segment. Cause I know we have a lot of mail. Oh, and we'll, and we'll be able to revisit my NFL mock draft and see him. I got right. Okay. <laughs> um, the, uh, the over under is three, Lori. So do you think I'll be over or under on the three? Correct. Under. Under. So you're saying I'm going to have two or one correct picks? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be fun. 
<laughs> so I'm not good with mock drafts, guys, but I am the best when it comes to sports predictions. Okay, and 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 it's un it's unparalleled uh, success. So uh, okay, so how are know, the Vikings I, looking? How are my Vikings looking? We don't know yet because they haven't been drafted, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't recall. Off, I don't recall off the top of my head who I have pick. I just like I said. I remember Trevor Lawrence going number one, and then I had the Jets trading the pick <laughs> at number two to the Falcons, and that's not going to happen. So, uh, you know. So I said already. Uh, you know, after that, I, I already forgot. You know, I think I had the Giants who were picking like eleventh or something. I think that I had the Giants taking this linebacker out of Penn State and by the name of Micah, Mika Parsons. Where do you what? think Cam Newton's going? Cam Newton's already a professional football player. He doesn't get drafted. But don't they don't they trade during the draft? They they'll do trades or they have what's called free agency. And I don't even know if Cam Newton's still in the league. Oh yeah, he is. Cam Newton's he uh, might be a free agent now. No, he signed with somebody. I don't remember who he you signed remember? with though, he's off with, the top of my head. Remember he's a he's a patriot now. Oh, okay. Then he resigned with the Patriots. Okay. Then he's still a Patriot. I then. think. Yeah. I, I can't – so many quarterbacks moved around. I can't remember who's – Well, now I guess I'm know. a Patriots fan. All, so. all I know is Tom Brady's with the Tampa Bay Bucks and uh, and Ben Roethlisberger's with the Steelers and Eli Manning's retired and uh, and Patrick Mahomes is with the Chiefs. and um, oh, Mahomes has been with the Chiefs yeah, just, though, right? It, right, yeah, he's okay. always been with the Chiefs. Right, yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying players move around so fast it's hard to I keep did. up and – you know, I really didn't think we talked too much about football this week because I didn't I didn't prep myself by reviewing my notes or anything like that. But next week will be fun. So well, maybe I'll start with that. I'll just say, okay, let's take a look at Ron's NFL mock drafts and see how bad I did. So it'll be it'll be fun. So anyway, all right. Well, I think that's it for the week. I, unfortunately, you know, because it's live, we I don't think I have the ability to pipe in and out um, the music that we love to on this podcast, which is uh, faded by Suns on Fire. Oh, yeah, we definitely need to get Billy on here next week. Um, because they have a new song coming out in two weeks on um, um, the band called Just a Man. Fun. Um, two, I think it's two weeks from today, actually. May 16th, I think, is, uh, or maybe it's three weeks from today. Uh, but they have a new song coming out, yeah. So on radio. So we'll try to get them on to talk about that as well. So. All right. Okay. All right, Lori. Well, um, good catching up with you. Uh, guys, this was the first time we ever done live. So sorry if we rambled and whatnot. And, uh, <laughs> You know, and I think next week we'll go back to pre-recording just to uh, uh, so I can get the uh, all the acoustics uh, better on it. But so maybe we anyway. can do what we said, where we let somebody call in, like eventually, like we can do. Maybe they could win that somehow, like win a call in. Yeah, we'll figure that out. You know, what? if you have some ideas, shoot me an email or a text, okay. um, and, and let me know how to do that. So, um, but uh, good luck house sitting, house house looking, and. Uh, let me know if you find. Let me know if you find something, okay? And oh, next week we'll announce. I think next week is when your NFTs can go on sale. So, um, so we'll uh, we'll be announcing that. Okay, fun. All right, bye. Bye, bye. bye everyone.